Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast, where today we've got lots to talk about, including the Austrian Grand Prix, which was quite exciting, if I do say so myself. In fact, it was so exciting, I woke up to watch it. I mean, I do that for almost every race anyways, but yeah. Um, First thing to talk about, let's talk about qualifying here. Let me get my phone out so I can tell you who finished where. I can tell you Ricardo, without even needing to look at it, uh, we had, or he had a shocker of a qualifying. Is he just bad? He's Ricardo. He's not bad. Okay. But then why is he doing this? He's Ricardo. Okay. So is he excused then? Well, he is kind of like, I mean, he had a very promising career ahead of him. Yes, yes. That's all I'm going to say about this. Wait. Okay. All right. Uh, Qualifying then. Uh, it was Max Verstappen on pole position, with Bottas in second, Hamilton in third, Norris in fourth, which was interesting, Perez fifth, struggling again, Gasly sixth, Legreg seventh, uh, Tsunami eighth, uh, Alo Alonso ninth, and Stroll tenth. Do I read the rest of qualifying? I think it's okay, because I don't think you're going to get any of their names right. Well, Jorge Russell was 11th, but because of Tsunami's penalty, um, guess what? He's out. Uh, he retired, didn't he? Well, he retired in the race, but he was in 10th in qualifying. That's fun. Well, no, that's a good thing for Williams and Russell. I mean, they easily held 8th place, and he was about to overtake Alonso. I feel like that, that, that oh, that's really good for them, but um, right. Russell can do better in the future if he had a better car. Yes, but I also think that race performance-wise, he gets driver of the day for me, even though he retired. Didn't you say that uh, well, Kimi and then got it? I voted for Kimi. I think it was Leclerc who actually won driver of the day. You voted? Yeah. Right, you can vote for that. But that doesn't mean anything, does it? Driver no, no, of the my... Day. No, no. It's sort of like, what do the fans think? I mean, it's a popularity contest in the end, but... And know. Formula E, doesn't result in points or something? It results in points and extra electricity, which just baffles me. Like, well, why? Really? I mean, wouldn't the company have to build a new battery then? Well, I thought so too, but apparently it's just built into the battery, this extra electricity, but they can't use it unless the fans vote on them. Well, why don't they and just not tell anybody? Well, apparently Formula E is a good person sport. I mean, I can guarantee you that Porsche and Mercedes are definitely doing this. Um, and sneaking, Doing what? Doing this whole using all of the batteries performance. I guarantee you they're doing that. Wouldn't that be, um, wouldn't that be, um, how do I say this? Illegal? Not, like, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But, uh, you know, Porsche isn't afraid of bending a rule here and there. I don't think you can say that, can you? No, they've done that in their previous racing success. We can't eat. Wouldn't this be like... Uh, not protected by First Amendment rights? Maybe. So shall we move to our sponsorship moment where we say who we're sponsored by? Um, you should probably cut that part out. No, 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 no. It's a bit. It's a bit. We can do it. We can say it. 
Okay, yeah, fine. Um, but this is all our, just our opinion. Yes, yes, of course. And none of this that we speak about in our sponsorship section of this video is it's true. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, th- today's podcast is sponsored by Podcast Water, an excellent water that you should drink while you're listening and creating podcasts. It is better than normal water because it's made for podcasts. And that's it. So if you want 93% off podcast water, go to www.podcastwater.podcastwater.org and get your 93% off with promo code technically. Enjoy. All right, great. There's no actual water, is there? No, no, there's no water. It's just water. Just make a digital picture of water (laughs) and sell it. (laughs) I could, yeah. But this water tastes better than other water because it's for podcasts. But there's no actual water. No, there's no water. If you just made an image of it, then... A still image. Yeah. And then you could just... Sell it. Yeah, maybe, actually. Someone's someone's gonna buy it or something. Yeah, and they'll... Just like people buy photos of the PS4. Or the PS5, excuse me. For $10,000. But people didn't notice that. No, no, they didn't. Well, I'm guessing they noticed it when they got... Oh, they got, instead of a a PS5, they got their little picture of one. Yeah. I mean, but then again, though, it said PS5 Photo Edition, right? I'm sorry, but if you're intelligent enough to not understand that, you know, two matches rubbed together by you will not create fire. (laughs) Yeah. Well, clearly not. And didn't it also say in the description, photo of PS5? Yeah. It literally says in the description, photo of PS5, not PS5. Pretty good business move, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're selling that for $10,000 and actually getting it, you are incredible. At you know, You're a good salesperson. Or other people are just really desperate. Yes. Maybe. That's probably more likely. Yeah. Console scalping is getting crazy. United has just ordered 137, 37 maxes. I don't want to start the episode off too early with this, but I just want to say it because I'm buzzing because of this. This is huge. Money in the bank for Boeing. Anyways, back to the podcast. You uh, know what else creates money in the bank for Boeing? What? Missiles. That's a good point. You know, they're actually building with the rocket boosters for something NASA is doing. I didn't mm. know they were doing that, but they are. I Wait, but they make missiles as well? I believe so, yeah. Because aren't they also building, like, a, like a storage facility for missiles in uh, Alaska or something? Yeah, they are. And they're also building a truck that can take down missiles. Take down missiles? Yeah, yeah. It's a laser truck. So, essentially, uh, uh, laser the missile and the heat thing blows it up. I think the Russians did that in the 80s. But now we can do it from a truck. We are brilliant. <laughs> the Russians. Well, they did see that in the 80s. Was that not the point of their space shuttle? Send up little laser things. It's quite an interesting idea. <laughs> well, what else would be the point of sending a space shuttle up at that time? I mean, they had nothing to do on the moon. They didn't even have a space station of their own. I mean, I guess Borrow they... someone else's space station. I think they probably borrowed the international one. Yeah, exactly. It's international. I mean, I tend to believe that's sort of theirs these days, not ours. But, you know, speaking of July 20-something or other, uh, Jeff Bezos sends himself up there and kills himself. 
of space. What do you mean? Well, did you not know he was going on his own rocket? Well, yeah, Blue Origin or whatever, isn't it? Right, but, but it's gonna blow up, I mean. Let's be honest. Isn't that also like a dog food brand, brand or something? Like, or isn't I believe it is. a dog food brand something? Blue Origin dog food, let's find out. Isn't that a Blue Buffalo and then Origin or something like that? Oh, Blue Origin dog food. It does exist. Although, right now, the Blue Origin dog food that's... Or, not dog food. Blue Origin dog right now is actually <laughs> Jeff Bezos' dog that he's taking up there. That dog is going to really be enjoying life soon. Because it will also be dead along with Jeff Bezos. Okay, wait a minute. There's two different brands. There's Blue Buffalo, and then there's uh, Origin Dog Food. Okay. Alright. So, um, I don't think the petition will be legally enforced. No, as it turns out, out. it does not, it's not legally enforced in any way. Well, yeah. I didn't sign it. I know people who did sign it. Uh, shall we explain to listeners what that is? Didn't you say you signed it, like, last week or something? Yeah, my signature got rejected. Card declined. I don't know. Oh, you have to pay money to do that, Ruby? No, no. Um, but, again, that's sort of idea. I'm not actual card decline, but you know what I mean. Well, you don't, but whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be legally binding, which means Bezos will be coming back. Although, the rocket will blow up, let's be honest. He built it. Not with his bare hands, but he built it. That'd be impressive. I don't think he's strong enough to do that. I mean, I know he's taking steroids, but, you know, he's not that strong. (laughs) Anyways, shall we get back to the Austrian Grand Prix? (laughs) I don't even know what to say at this point. (laughs) Now, look, look up a picture of him between, like, 2019 and now. It's totally different. He's definitely taking steroids. Look at Elon's, Elon Musk's hair between, like, PayPal and now. PayPal and now, yeah. I mean, look at his hair between the time that he was smoking on Joe Rogan's podcast and now. Has it changed since then? I see it must have. Look at Lewis Hamilton's hair from, like, <laughs> 2007 to now. I mean, he was sort of bald in 2007. Not he was, bald, but sort of bald. He was close enough to call yeah. bald. <laughs> and now he has whatever he has now. Ashley and Martin. <laughs> Ashley and Martin medical hair care. <laughs> no, it, it sort of looks like he was halfway through the hair removal process, and then he just sort of said, oh, actually, no, I'll keep it. And that's how it went. Well, I mean, that might have been it. You don't know. I mean, right. it probably doesn't feel good to have a ton of hair under a helmet. That's a good point, yeah. I mean, who have been drivers that have had a lot of hair? Actually, you can't think of any. You're probably right about that. It probably does not feel good. Maybe we can get Lewis Hamilton on the podcast. Oh, he'll definitely be interested coming in here after we've declared ourselves as Verstappen fans. Well, I, I mean, mean, Perez is better. Perez would be a lot better to get on this podcast. The interesting thing about all this is... Hamilton is doing his best to get the Red Bull banned, but I just don't understand what he's trying to go for. Like, what is there that they're doing that's illegal? The flexi wing. I think Raikkonen would be the best. Yes, yes. 
He wouldn't talk much, but what he said, or what he says, would be insightful. And he's the only driver we haven't said anything bad about. That's true. I mean, we've called Max Verstappen fish face. But yeah. you did that, actually. I said that, yeah. But, um, now there's nothing bad to say about Kimmy. He's just a legend. Yeah. Anyways. Actually, that. I don't think we've said anything about Perez or... No, no, we have. Racing. I said he bottled the season for Red Bull. Uh-huh. But look, he hasn't done that so far. I mean, sure, he hasn't been winning races. He's only won one. But he's been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's not been Max Verstappen beating. Let's be honest here. But he's, but he's like he's a bit more um, consistent. Which yes. is better in a way. And he's being a better Bottas than Bottas, which is crazy. Well, to be fair, Bottas... I mean, Bottas is the best Bottas, but uh, Perez is just better than Bottas. Right, but Bottas' job is to be a number two, right? To Lewis. Yeah, Perez I mean, is the best number two because he, he brings home, like, podiums, so many podiums. Right. But um, he doesn't take all, like, the resources like Hamilton or Verstappen. Right. Well, Verstappen probably must take a lot of resources, considering this car, you know, for the last couple of years has been designed around him. So. So he's been taking, taking Adrian Newey. <laughs> yeah. Stolen Adrian Newey. Yeah. I think there's probably laws against that. Yeah. <laughs> F1 rule number 72. No stealing the Adrian Newey. All right. I think um, it was more about stealing people, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean actual laws. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, shall we go to the race then? Shall we talk about the race? Sure. You just watched the highlights, yes. and after seeing that, what do you think, race-wise, what do you think, um, how do you think the championship's gonna go now? We made our predictions before the French Grand Prix, right after Azerbaijan, with Amar, and now we've had two more races, what do you think, how do you think the championship's gonna go? I think we need to make more predictions before we talk about the race. I think Verstappen's gonna win. Okay, I agree. But I also think Red Bull's going to win the Constructors now. I have no doubt now that they'll do that. And Perez is going to be in the top three. Yep. And he will also get most improved driver of this year. To be fair, he was pretty good last year, too. Yeah, Is what got him the spot. But I think he's going to get another win this year. At least I hope he does. Because he needs more good results to nail down his reputation. I no doubt he will get a win. Okay. Because... Probably, I don't know, Hamilton might, Hamilton or Verstappen might crash into each other. Yeah. Something, you know, take out the top two. Right. The third member of the top three. Right, exactly. It's Bottas versus Perez, and I pick Perez nine times out of ten to beat Bottas. So, not much competition. It's not very likely that Bottas would beat Perez. No, no. Not in a wheel to a battle, at least. I mean, it's not even Bottas' fault. Mercedes just really doesn't care about him. No, no, and they've given him the worst chassis. Because, I mean, look at it the way that I see it. Hamilton pretty much destroyed his chassis. And there was a little bit of life hanging on. So they gave it to him for the French Grand Prix. But then Bottas destroyed it in France. And they just haven't bothered to fix it for him. I mean... So he has no car? He essentially has no working car right now. Which is a shame, because he has showed talent in multiple times in his career. Well, yeah, that's how we got the Mercedes seat. Right, yeah. 
But I mean, you know, beyond just the Mercedes, he is not a terrible driver. Like everyone. Oh yeah, Williams, he did pretty well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he had a great time at Williams, and he beat Felipe Massa, which I keep saying, but you know, at one point Felipe Massa was considered to be good. Wasn't he a Ferrari World Champion? Close to a Ferrari World Championship, but Lewis beat him. That's tough. What year? Uh, 2008. The origin of Get In There, Lewis. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, <laughs> Lewis was like, oh, Lewis was like one year. Wait, didn't he start in 2007? Yeah, 2007. One? And Mass so. started in 2000 and I think not 2000, uh, not 2005. I think it was 2004. Yeah, because so wait, was he a Ferrari driver in the beginning? He started out as a um, a driver for Sauber. Then he moved to Ferrari in 2006. Oh, he missed he missed yeah. the 2004. Yeah, he was not able to be in that car. But he was actually he was never Kimmy's teammate. I don't think. Um, yeah, which is a shame for him. He never got to be with. So he just kind of missed out on everything. Yeah, because Kimmy was in the Sauber or the Alfa Romeo, or it was not the Alfa Romeo at the time, it was the Sauber, when it was good. And then Massa missed that out, or missed out on that. 2006, Ferrari was good, sort of good, and he took a couple wins there. Isn't Ferrari supposed to be the best at everything? Well, clearly they're not, though. I mean, look at where they are now. I mean, everybody knows what a Ferrari is, so, you know, even right. non-car people, especially non-car people. Actually, I think they think even higher of Ferrari than we do. Well, that's because they haven't seen the F1 races. Well, and they don't, you know, know that there are better out there. If you could have a Koenigsegg or a Ferrari, you'd pick Koenigsegg instantly. It really depends. Wait, you're telling me you've got Which the option- Koenigsegg? Which Ferrari? Regera versus Gamera. Jumeirah, okay. I would take the Regera over any Ferrari you offer me. You could not offer me a Ferrari over a uh, Regera. But if it was like the Regera, I might, I might take, um, I might take a Ferrari concept car. Okay, but the Regera is real. Yeah. You can drive it on a track. Sure, you will. It wouldn't be faster on the track, but it'd be I fast mean, you on the could, race. You could. I mean, if you have a deal with Ferrari, you could drive one of their concept. Probably around a track. You could probably drive their FXXK around a track. It's not a nice sounding name for a car, but it's a fast car. Mm. Let's see what the price of one of those is. Probably gonna be something outrageous. Let's see. Price. Oh god, 2.6 million. Wow. I mean, it's not as bad as some of the more expensive Pagani's, but it's quite expensive. Oh wow, it's not even like a nice looking car. It looks like a La Ferrari pretty much. Oh, it, it is the La Ferrari. They've just changed some bits of it. Yes, yeah. You can see that. Wait a minute. SpaceX just launched what's called the Falcon 9. Let me see here. And it looks like it didn't blow up. SpaceX. Let's see. Explosion. 2021. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is it just me, or do the SpaceX rockets keep blowing up? That's generally what happens. They blow up. There's a new one. And then it blows yeah. up, and then there's another new one. I'm sorry, but I'm looking at all these explosions on the internet right now, Twitter especially. How do you actually trust Elon Musk to get you to space? 
when there are this many explosions. I mean, for God's sake, one of the, debri the debris from one of these explosions literally exploded a rocket that was standing next to it. How useless is this guy? I think he's a missile silo. Look, listen to this. Elon Musk literally said, we were too dumb about the explosions to understand what was going on. Idiot, man. Wait, they have... Oh, they had a successful ending. Oh, but then it Didn't they have one of them or something? It had one successful landing, but then it exploded. Again. Of course. <laughs> there was a success, and it just exploded after a couple minutes. Would you- do you really trust that guy to get you to space? No. Anyways. So, you would- there's- before we go back to that one. You would take some Ferraris over to Koenigsegg. Laugh Ferrari, what Koenigsegg would sway you away from it? I don't like the LaFerrari, so any okay. I like the Agera R. Not the RS, just the normal R, because it's a track car. Hmm. It's so, not basic, but you know, it's sort of the ultimate supercar. I mean, I think the thing with the Koenigseggs is they're just, like, stupidly powerful. So you can sort of do whatever you want with it. On a track, I mean, you can... Sure, you'll spin a lot, but... You could probably drift it well. Mm -hmm. I mean, what? 1,200 horsepower? That's enough. You know what's even better than 1,200 horsepower? Uh, no, I want to hear this. What is it? More than 1,200 horsepower. Okay, so what cars have more than 1,200 horsepower? Isn't there a Koenigsegg that has 1,500 or something? I think it's the Gemera, right? Yes, okay, so that's better. So, let's see. Horsepower. It has 1,600 horsepower. Mm -hmm. 1,700, actually. Wow. Uh, let's Ferrari see. Zobin. Have you seen that? Is it ugly? Mm. Oh my god. Whoa. I mean, it it's looks like, quite like an F1 car. I was about to say that. It's like an F1 car for the road. It's like that BAC Mono thingy. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, the BAC Mono? Yes, yeah. I love that car. That car is amazing. It is an actual F1 car for the road. But you need a helmet, apparently, to use it. Yeah, because it doesn't have a windshield big enough to cover your face. Well, I don't even think it has a windshield at all. Like, the other day, I, I saw some guy driving his, like, Shelby GT or whatever. Okay. And the, the windshield wasn't even covering his face. It's just too tall, or was the car too small? Well, I, I couldn't tell, really. Okay. But, um... It was like a bright red, like, coat. Or not, Shelby, this thing. Um, right. Shelby. It's like the race car that you have to wear the helmet for. Yeah. So, it kind of. Well, it didn't really work for someone who's tall. Yeah. I think, I mean, it was an old guy, obviously, because no one else has like a million dollars to spend on that car. It's a million dollar Shelby. Well, aren't like. Or a Corvette. Not. Corvette? Wait. I thought you said it was a Corvette. Or was no. it a Shelby? Shelby. Okay, okay. A million dollar Shelby. I mean, yeah, he was probably quite tall, so. Okay. Alright. Yeah. I was just looking it up right now. Koenigsegg Jesco has 1600 horsepower. 
and the Jesco Absolute goes 340 miles an hour. So that's faster than the um, the fake top speed of that tortilla chip car. Have you seen the Ferrari 612 GTO 3 concept? Uh, 612 GTO. Oh, wow. I thought you were talking about the Scaglietti when you said the 612, but no, no, that's a really interesting car. It reminds me of a 177 a little bit. It really does. Have you seen the 612 Scaglietti? Um, it looks a little bit like, uh, what should we call it? 599? Yeah, it looks like that mixed with, like, um, what's my, what should we call it? Uh, I actually saw that one. Oh, really? Yeah, on the highway ones. Oh, cool. It's like a cheaper 599. That's what I like about it. It's more affordable. Because mm. the 599 is way too expensive. Anyway, so we get back to F1. Yeah, F1 should just get cheaper cars, let's be fair. I mean, it's too much when they destroy a car every race. Yeah. At least. Although there was no safety cars this race, which was lucky. Yeah, but the qualifying. Yeah. I mean, look, Tsunoda, as I say many times, he's been making many impacts in those walls. He's caused three red flags so far this season in qualifying alone. But he's the best rookie. He's not the best rookie, okay? We were having this argument off the podcast. Sure, he got points this race. But look what Mick did. He got, again, brutally murdered by Maz and still came back and beat him. Or did he? Wait a minute, I'll have to check. Let's see. And the final result is yes, Mick beat Maz. Not really much of a surprise. In fact, he was a lap up on him. Mm hmm. And? And 16th place. It's okay. And then where was Tsunoda? Yuki Tsunoda was 10th. Exactly. But this was only his third point scoring position of the season. Come on, he's in the Alpha Tauri. He should be doing better. Where was Gasly? Look, I know you're going to use this as an argument. <laughs> Gasly got punted off in the first lap by an overexcited LeGreg. Um, <laughs> that was quite interesting, actually. <laughs> what? The punt? The popping of the tire. Yeah, his tire was exploding off the rim. Um, and then what else happened with him? He also took out Latifi and ruined his race. Latifi could have been on for points. He also took out Giovinazzi in the first lap. Giovinazzi wasn't going to do anything, but he also took him out. Or didn't take him out, but, you know, he spun him. And Russell. Russell was on for points. Should have won. Robbed. Or not won. He should have got points. But he was robbed. What do you think about him at this point? Russell? Yes. I think he probably should have a Mercedes seat by now, but if it doesn't happen soon, it's probably not going to happen ever. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't get it next year, right, I think then he's off to another team, let's be honest. I think he probably could get a Yuki seat. Okay, I don't think so. I think Albon is on for that seat. Well, I mean, to be fair, Russell has more promise. Than Albon? Yes. Yeah, and so why and would Tsunoda they? as well. Um, don't go that far. What do you mean? You're telling me Tsunoda is better than Jorge Russell? I mean, so far, he's done better this season. I don't, I still think he has less points than him, right? Yeah, he does. 
Okay, yes, but where were um where were George Russell's scoring positions? In the Mercedes, the only time he's actually been allowed to score points. But remember, he would have five points this season already. In the Williams, the third slow, fourth slowest car, we'll say, of this year. Um, if it wasn't for issues, including Bottas and the Mercedes engine. Okay, so it but, seems uh, as though Mercedes positions? are trying to screw him over here. Uh, eighth and tenth, he would have gone. And where, where were Yuki's scoring positions? I believe ninth and tenth. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's not very great, then I suppose. I kind of didn't prove my point, did I? Not exactly. I don't think so. I mean, I know what you're trying to say, right? Like, he has more of a future as if he stays at Alpha Tower. Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. So, Yuki's a rookie right now. Right. And he's scoring about the same as um, Russell. Jorge. Yes. George. But, um, look, I don't think that is, it means all that much. Because, look, George is in the Williams, right? And it can score points. We all know this. But, it's not easy. He needs a good track without much wind in it. And yet, there's wind in the world everywhere. So, well, I it's mean, almost- you could potentially have an indoor F1 race. Chances are most of the crowd would be killed by, like... Right, because they'll all get gassed by it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they have good ventilation. Yeah, really good ventilation. Or Formula E can do it. They could do it. I'm just looking at a picture of George Russell and Yuki Tsunoda. The height difference is hilarious. Them next to each other. Uh, Have you seen uh, Yuki Tsunoda and um, the Red Bull guy, the big guy? The really tall Red Bull guy. Who? Um, not Horner, the other one. Not Dietrich. Uh, oh, I know who it is. It's the guy. The, you know, the person. Helmet Marco. One minute. Uh, there's one. Uh, I forgot who it was. But um, I don't think so. It was He was really tall. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, okay, go ahead. I will keep looking for this. Okay, cool. Um, I was, I was just scrolling. If you look up George Russell, there's all sorts of funny things that pop up on the internet. One is a Daily Mail article written about him. George, you're getting into it. Uh, they're writing articles about you. This is great. I mean, he's just got to get used to it, doesn't he? They all get articles written about them. Button got some written about him a couple years ago. Hamilton gets them written about him every single day. And now George Russell has him. Okay, you're still looking for it? Yes. Okay. I want to talk about Lance Stroll then. He had an interesting race. He beat... um, Who did he beat? Oh, he beat Vettel. And they both got wait, did Vettel get points? Let me check. But um he beat Vettel, which is surprising. Vettel did not get points. It's annoying. That's not surprising. I know, but he shouldn't be beating Vettel. I mean I know obviously Vettel's not in his prime right now. But still. Or is he? That would be implying that him, the one, Lance crashing stroll, uh, is better 
then... He's not. No, never mind. He literally, the entire two years, the first two years of his existence for Lund were just ridiculous crashes. He crashed into Vettel, for God's sake. I mean, to be fair, um, Vettel probably peaked in, like, 2014 around that area. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't, he was no, not any better after that. I mean, his Ferrari years did him new favors, and look at that time that he was at Red Bull. Sure, he wasn't beating Ricardo, but he was doing, you know, putting in some good results. At Ferrari, was he first or second driver? First driver. First driver. Which is annoying, because Kimi would have won more races if it wasn't the, uh, that way. If Kimi was the first driver, then Transtor Kimi would still be first driver at Ferrari. Oh, definitely. If he had more time to prove himself as first driver at Ferrari, which I remind you, he only had from 2007 to 2009 at Ferrari, not long, then it would have been much better for him. He would have stayed first driver, let's be honest. He also overtook their first driver, you know? Yeah, I know. It's quite funny to see Kimi doing better at this point in his career than Vettel, even though he's in a considerably worse car. No, but, uh, I'm talking about Leclerc. Oh, oh. Yeah, he did overtake Vettel again. I mean, he's not that. The the, the Raikkonen took, they overtook Leclerc. Yeah. Oh, he did, right. Yeah, he did. He came back at him. Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting, considering, you know, the speed of the Alpha. I was watching that, and it was just despair. I was like, no, no, it's going to be all bad. And then he had this glorious corner exit, and he just shot past him. It was confusing, but it was magnificent to watch. And what else? I mean, I want to talk about the Red Bull's speed, obviously. You know, this is the largest winning margin at this track in history. Um, 38 seconds, which is mind-boggling. Red Bull has introduced a new part on their car. Uh, would you like to take a guess what it is? Uh, the, whatever, the serrated floors or whatever. Yeah, so they've got serrated floors and a new rear wing, which makes them faster than Mercedes on the straightaways. The floppy wing or whatever? Yeah, the floppy wing. Uh, let me find a picture of the Red Bull serrated floor. A serrated floor, does that mean that their drivers get cut whenever they step on it? Uh, you would think so, but it's actually at the back of the diffuser. Is that like the, like, then would it be like, yeah, I have no idea what it would be like. Oh, there aren't many photos right now, but there are a couple. And are they worried that Mercedes will steal it? Well, I think they probably partially are, but I don't think it would do much for Mercedes because they're still all low rank and uh, without that, or with that, you know, sure it'll steal some airflow, but do they really need to do that with this sort of low rake? Mm. I'm looking at some pictures of the RB6 right now. Oh, and, uh, why? Well, no, it has this really interesting spring system that when the back goes down, the front gets pushed up by some hydraulic levers. That's brilliant. Why don't they have that on these cars these days? I mean, I, know it's I personally good. love the Zenvo. Oh, okay, we're back to normal cars. Uh, SQ1 or TSR1? Ah, uh, the... Whichever one that has the cool wing. Oh, the TSR one. Yeah, but I think that ST1 is more, you know, not just unique, but also more Zenvo. Mm. For those who don't know, Zenvo is a Danish supercar company that is famous for catching on fire in the um, 
Top Gear episode where it was in. Uh, but beyond that, it's a brutally fast car. It's got a supercharger and a turbocharger and a very efficient engine. So it's in that way, it's very Danish. Um, you know, there's one might of- say that the Rimac also caught fire. Well, it caught fire for different reasons. I mean, you know, Richard Tra- uh, Hammond had his trousers cut off of him because uh, <laughs> you know his legs weren't working. And that was that was quite funny actually. Uh, I think they mentioned that in the Grand Tour. Uh, yeah, his, they did. His trousers get cut off more than he actually takes them off in, you know, day-to-day use. It's quite accurate, though, because of the amount of times he's crashed on that show. And, you know, the next episode that they're having, he's crashed in it again. I mean, his insurance rates are going to go up through the roof. No, but James made his Jaguar. Oh, the Jag. With the one where he went off the cliff in, right? Oh, yeah, I doubt he was in it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he wasn't in it. They just launched it off the cliff. Well, obviously he wasn't in it because he was in the episode later. I know. Well, the funny thing was when they uh, they had him do voiceover and he was just saying, ouch. Ooh, that's painful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's a sense of you. <laughs> oh no, that's a rock. <laughs> I mean, I guess Jags are sort of indestructible, but not really. Not that indestructible. No, you need a Volvo if you want it to be that indestructible. Volvos are made like or made like tanks. Um, yeah. Uh, Rimac C3. Excited to see that. Um. Well, it's an electric car. Right. I mean, it's not that exciting. It's an electric car, as you say. I think the C1 controversial opinion. C1 looks better than C2. I have really no idea. That's the one that Hammond crashed. Uh, I I mean I like the one that he, him and Crash. I think that it looks more modern than the C2. I mean I know it's got all these cool taillights and stuff, and I know that it's a a much better car than the C1. But I think a little bit of brown leather on the interior and a nice silver uh, as the paint color, I think that'd be brilliant. I think I mean for electric cars, I like Lucid, probably. Yeah, I mean, we're both very anti-Tesla. We've been that way for quite a while now. And but... Lucid actually has, like, luxury features, don't they? Right, yeah, actual physical luxury features. Uh, what's the life on their batteries? How long do they last? I don't really know, but um, but the luxury makes up for that. Yeah. Well, Tesla, on a recent leaked State of the Union address, has said that they're trying to aim for their batteries to last. Get this only seven years at most and then at that point they'll just become sludge that doesn't work oh I mean, my that's, god that's okay outrageous. wait a minute lucid motors battery range if you look that up you get yes. 517 miles something tells me that's more than the tesla isn't that tesla 300 or something i think that's their most yeah crazy to me that they've still gotten away with that. I mean, look, none of these electric cars are going to become viable until we can have them have a much longer range, 700 to 800 miles, like a normal car. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, the 2021 uh, Tesla Model S yes. has 520 miles. Okay, so it's roughly similar to the Lucid, but I still think the Lucid shapes up better because of its luxury features. I was just looking at the interior. It's quite nice. It's like a Rolls-Royce, but electric. Mm, yeah and i mean it's also like a car that like a business person might get you know absolutely absolutely it's, it's still not like it's not on like i mean how much does it cost again i don't know the price 
let's see. I'm not actually looking that up right now. I'm looking up another electric car's price. Ooh, if you've got $350,000 to spare, then you should put that in a Bentley Lunaz. It is one of the prettiest electric cars there is. Rashab, I would, if I had that money, I would drop it on this car before any other car. It's spectacular. I'd drop it on, the, on a very customized Taycan. Okay, I, I understand that, but... Because you can get like a nice luxury feel in a Taycan. I'm assuming that they offer the same options as uh, Panamera. Yeah, but a Luna. Do you know what that the Lunas is? Take a look at it. Mm, okay, wait a minute. But uh, Lucid Air is available to reserve now with a starting price of seventy-seven thousand four hundred dollars. Oh, so that's much less than the Tesla then. And if um after the U.S. federal tax credit, um yeah, it's sixty-nine thousand nine hundred dollars. So. The base model Tesla Model S, not the one that goes 500 miles, remember, it costs 69420 Uh, That's just something everybody should memorize. But the one that goes 520 miles is, I believe, over $100,000. So there's no way that they can compete with that price to mile. People also ask, is Lucid better than Tesla? And our answer is yes. Yes, they are. It is, right? Because Lucid, yes, okay, yeah, definitely. Because Lucid has luxury and range. Tesla's not the best at anything, really. Right. But they have super good, like... Elon Musk. Elon Musk sells cars. He sells everything. I mean, he could put his face on our podcast water, and he would sell it instantly. I mean, obviously, we're not going to shift many units with our smaller, but loyal and dedicated audience, you know. He would shift units for that sort of a thing. We have dedicated listener people. We do, we do, because as it turns out, even in these summer months, we've just hit 650 overall listens. Isn't that only 20 listens per episode? But that's quite good in this summer. CPM, for not just podcasts, for YouTube videos, as I found, is way down. I released a video earlier this week, and it's nowhere near our, you know, 50 to 70 view peak that we're getting uh, most weeks. So you think it'd be higher in summer because people, like, I mean... You know, less stuff to do. But well, yeah. as it turns out, uh, that's wrong because overall internet usage is less than it is in the winter. Uh, you know when we got that near 1,000 view video? That was more luck, actually, because the time we released it is the day where there's more internet traffic than any other day of the year. So it was just sort of lucky. Well, obviously, mm-hmm. we'll have to release another video on that same day next year about predictions. Uh, you know, Except they're going to be good predictions. Yeah, and I'm going to make it with you. Because, okay. you know, I'm not going to get reprimanded in any way for that, as long as, you know, you're in it as well. Speaking of, shall we talk about plans for next year's podcast? Yeah, or, like, wait one minute. Um, the Lucid... Uh, okay. Whatchamacallit? I don't even know what this one's... Uh, the Lucid Air base model. Yes. Um. Uh, wait a minute. I'm not sure if this is the base model, but uh. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, no, the base model uh, or entry level. Yes. Has 480 horsepower. Oh, and that's a single great. Motor setup, but the Air Touring starts at 87,500 and has a dual motor all-wheel okay. drive with 620 horsepower. 
But why aren't we getting quad motors? That's my question. Like, I want quad motor electric cars. A motor in each wheel. I know Rimac does that. But is it really that expensive to do that? Well, does it really matter when you have a luxury car? That's a good point. It's such a beautiful car that it looks like someone, like a business person could drive that to work in the morning, you know? Yeah. The lucid air. Definitely. Well, shall we quickly get our second part of advertising done then? Which one is that? No, this one's actually a joke, but um, as I've been putting it in the videos, I might as well mention the missile truck that I'm putting in the videos is a joke uh, when I'm re- referencing Nikita Masman's nickname, Maz, is a Maz 7917, a missile truck. Uh, go look it up. It's quite an interesting vehicle. Back to the podcast. Wasn't the original advertisement a joke as well? Yeah, yeah, they're both jokes, but you know. I think that's the funny thing about it. People actually will go look up for podcast water before they get to this point in the um, the podcast, and <laughs> obviously they won't find anything, but that's the funny part of it. I mean, we're going to keep it up. You know, it's going to be a running joke. Yeah, we're going to have to delete some of the old episodes, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. I honestly cringe at the first season. Oh, it's, it's pretty painful, yeah. I think we should probably delete I mean, not fully delete it, but, like, make sure it's not on the air anymore. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely um, archive it. Yes, yeah. We can create our own technically F1 servers. Yeah, exactly. How much does one of those big server room cost? Or server rooms cost? I assume it's quite a lot. It's not, like, $30,000 per computer. Whoa, that's a lot of money. Because, like, oh, wait, no, that's never, never mind, that's mining. Uh, but uh, okay. it's also still quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. But crypto money, as it turns out, is still quite expensive. Yeah, but, like, servers, like, can they cost more than a car for some of oh, those definitely, computers? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yep. Or you could just go with a $5 Raspberry Pi. Yeah, but that's going to be the slowest crypto mining device in the world. Oh, yeah, but it's the cheapest as well. True, but I mean, how many of those would you need to get roughly one a day, one Bitcoin a day? Probably billions. Yeah, but that it'll probably be cheaper than having a traditional mining setup. Okay, all right. I mean, I mean, obviously, we're not getting involved in the crypto fracking market, but um, are we? Oh, are, are we? Not? we? I mean, we I, could. We could. We could. It's the worst thing you can do for the environment: cryptocurrency and fracking. It literally the worst you could do. Okay, we can't afford fracking, so... No, fracking is sadly too expensive. We're gonna I lose say a sadly. lot of listens. Yeah, we are. Uh, no, that's a joke, that's a joke. We do not condone that. We're probably gone by now. Well, we didn't talk much about this F1 race, but then again, you know, it's Nothing more really of... happened. I, you say that, but I think it was an interesting race. It was somewhat interesting, but I mean, As the only Le- interesting part was Leclerc, really. Leclerc, I mean, look, Verstappen's lead was definitely alienating some fans, because there are some Mercedes fans, even if they don't want to admit it, and they would like to see a fight for the title. I would like to see Verstappen win the title, but I wouldn't mind seeing a title fight. I don't like title fights. I'd like it to be by a ton. Okay. But you don't like Mercedes domination, because it's been, you know... So many years. So if you could have a, you'd have a different winner each year, right? I mean, hmm. 
I would be fine with the same winner as long as they're on a different team. Okay, so if Perez won next year, you'd be okay with it? Well, definitely. I, I, I'd be fine with Perez winning every year, no matter which team he's on. Okay, because you're a Perez fan. Yes. Right, it would be something similar for me and Kimmy. Because well, that's Kimmy not going to happen. Right, no, I know, I know. But if Michael Schumacher came out of retirement and was not in a vegetative state, then... It's not, like not really anymore. No, was he's he, not. Can he race Mick? Yeah, yeah, in go-karts. But no one's really supposed to see it, even though apparently everyone's seen it. Because his family are hiding him from the outside world, which is just very confusing. I don't know what that strategy is. But, um, yeah. Have you seen all the news about that? Everyone's, you know, saying it's crazy that they're hiding them from the world, or hiding Michael from the world, because obviously, apparently he's okay. Or maybe he just doesn't want to be in the spotlight. I guess not, but, you know, all it takes is one headline saying Michael Schumacher alive and well in racing his son, and it would definitely put him back in the spotlight. But then again, you know, for people who don't know F1, they know Michael Schumacher, and that always brings up awkward questions if you bring it up anywhere. They're like, oh yeah, how's Michael Schumacher doing? And if they don't know what's happened to him, obviously, you'll ask that. It is not a great question to ask, let's be honest. I mean, it's not the worst question you could ask. No, no. But not the best. There's like, how is Senna? Oh god. (laughs) That's not a question you ask. I mean, it's like, have you missed how many years to not know this? I mean, Michael, how many years would you not know that? Well, I guess, but say, you know, you missed 2013 through 2015. No one after that talked about it much, so I think that's reasonable. Well, if you missed that, you might also ask how Jules Bianchi. Yeah, but not as many people were interested in him versus the Michael. Okay, well, yeah, generally people care about the world champion more. Right. Just a little bit, though. Yeah. Alright, so, not much else to talk about in that race. I mean, it's not the best Austrian Grand Prix. At least not in my opinion. There have been better ones. So it's aeroplane time? Well, no, can I quickly mention why we haven't talked much about this race? Okay. I've enjoyed it, and I enjoyed watching Verstappen clearly win it in the Red Bull. I'm a Nui fan, you know, clear-cut Nui fan, not necessarily a Red Bull fan. It's sort of like I'm a LeBron James basketball fan. This is going to piss some people off. But, you know, I don't like whatever team he's going to, per se, at least. I just follow him. It's the Do same you thing with watch basketball? No, no. I just ask if LeBron James won the championship, and I either get a yes or a no. Mm. Yeah, and I apparently know this very little no. about basketball. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an interesting sport. It's spontaneous, but there's not much... I mean, I say there's not much strategy to it. You know, obviously you go out there with a plan, but there really isn't as much strategy to it as there is in F1. And I feel like F1 is just more of a sport of intellect with, you know, the amount of planning that there is behind it. Obviously the money too, but... Oh yeah, to have that much money, you need to be smart. Right, exactly. Or you're just the best friend of Vladimir Putin. That works too, but... um... Well, not really. You see, I mean... 
you can't be the best friend of Vladimir Putin without money in the first place. That's a good point. Uh, Dmitry Mazepin, maybe not the smartest, but he is quite rich. He probably and... is the smartest, considering how rich he is. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he got into a good business, let's be honest. Fertilizer is a great business in Europe, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you think there'd be more, like, problems in the that business because of their environmental laws. Well, and the fact that fertilizer blew up that port in um, Europe. What was it, Lebanon, that it all exploded? It looked like a nuclear bomb went off. Wait, what happened? Last year in Lebanon, there was this fertilizer explosion that was sort of sitting at the docks. It looked like the entire area had been nuked. Was it like sulfur? I don't know what it was. Um, something like that, yeah. Because I know there's like a bunch of sulfur in my garage right now. Oh, you might want to get some of that out of there if you're not using it. Mm. I mean, I don't know much about plants, but I think that's not a good thing. I mean, for plants, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. I think, supposedly, that, um, what was it? I think it was Bill Gates, who was planning to somehow stop global warming with a sulfur thing in the clouds or whatever. I think it's too late. What, stopping global warming? I mean, yes, partially. What do you mean, partially? Partially too late. But there's going to be some ways to reverse it. Well, it's not reversing it, really. I mean, it's just no, slowing we want to reverse it down, it. wouldn't it? Yeah, but if we can reverse it, it's good. Yeah, I suppose you could, like, I mean... Hypothetically, you should be able to reverse some of the effects, yeah. wouldn't you? Okay, so I've just done this research. It's called ammonium nitrate. That's the stuff that blew up in Lebanon. And, yeah, it looks like the entire area had been nuked. My god. Wow. Poor Lebanon. They're not a country that's very financially successful. And now their entire main city is... But they have of... oil? You'd, I think so, but not enough to be well off. Most of their citizens, as far as I know, are somewhat below the poverty line. Couldn't they just lower the poverty line then? <laughs> I mean, like, that is the simplest way to do it, isn't it? I mean, I suppose, like... Yeah, you can't really do that because... Other countries would probably have a problem with that. Yeah. And the United Nations would get angry. Although, really, what are they doing right now? What do you mean, like, Saudi Arabia? They have oil, don't they? Yeah, but they're a wealthy country. There's so yeah. many sheikhs there that it's, um, you know, there's not much, not many poor people that are from the area. Mm. Have you ever watched, like, the, like, older cartoons? Oh, uh, what sort of cartoons? Like... Um, like the Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh yeah, they're not terrible. They're actually, okay. Like, it's it's a miracle that they lasted so long with how many like racist jokes they make. Oh yeah, it's quite bad in that way. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because um, there's one episode about uh some political leader in Saudi Arabia or something. Okay. And they were just making fun of like. Cheeks, I think. <laughs> That's quite bad. I'm uh, sorry. I gotta mention this because I'm just looking up explosions and stuff right now. I'm got a, on a complete tangent. But did you know the U.S. nuked one of our own aircraft carriers? What? 
So this was not recent. This is when we just discovered nuclear bombs. But because we wanted to see what they did, we nuked everything. We nuked islands. We nuked ships. We nuked absolutely everything. We literally nuked soil to see what it did. So as part of this, we nuked our own aircraft carrier. That's $12 billion. We are intelligent, Rashab, as a country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to tell, really. Oh, oh, I know. It's it's not very obvious, but we are we are very smart as a group of people in America. You know, 60% I just recently heard of Americans are overweight. Why don't they just raise the bar for overweight? I knew you were going to say something like that. I know, but like, then people who are quite large can say they're not overweight. Hmm. Speaking of, I've got a podcast topic. I hadn't mentioned this earlier, but it looks like Lawrence Stroll lives near me in Maine. Really? Well, yes, because there's a Montreal or something. No, 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 no. There's a Canadian billionaire who owns a house uh, on Mile Stretch, which is very close to my house in Maine, and uh, he flies in on a helicopter. And Lawrence Stroll also owns a house in Maine, not clear where, not fully been revealed, but he also owns a helicopter. So, putting those pieces together, and having recently seen a man that looks very much like Lawrence Stroll, I tend to think he may live very close. Wait, you saw Lawrence Stroll? I'm not entirely sure whether it was him or someone else, but it looked like him. Mm-mm. It may be time to get him on the podcast. The only issue would be our previous statements about Aston Martin. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've just been doing a little bit of research about that episode of Looney Tunes. Okay. I'm not sure if they were making fun of any specific leader, but okay. uh, they just, they, they just, they made an episode pretty much, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, they said something about some chic or something. Oh, okay. Looney Tunes. In that way. Like, I mean, it's a miracle they managed to stay above, like. On the air. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these... America's a racist country, let's be honest here. And there's probably enough people trying to keep it on the air that kept it. Okay. Um, F1-wise, we're pretty much done. Should we talk about planes, then? Sure. Alright. We did planes this week uh, in... The 737 Max, so I no longer have to mention that. What other planes shall we talk about this week? Um, I don't know. Wait, wait a minute. I'm gonna, I'm about to send you something. Okay. I'm looking at some fighter jets right now. Have you seen the Saab Vigan? That is a cool plane. The Saabs are quite interesting. Yeah, not just the cars, the planes too. Yeah, and they don't even make the cars anymore, do they? No, no, the Chinese bought the rights to it and then um, started selling them under the Saab name. But the actual Saab Vigan fighter jet is quite cool. I love the 9-3 arrow. Yes, yes. There was a Saab that had 500 horsepower at one point, but I believe uh, it's quite rare at this point. Hmm. Did you see the image I sent you? Here, let me see it. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh dear, the Yosemite Sammy's. Oh my God! <laughs> it's a miracle they didn't get canceled for this. Jesus, 
cancel culture wasn't a thing then, but oh my god. <laughs> you think someone would have invented it just to cancel them? My god, that is insane. Yeah, you could not get away with that these days. And then they called him Sheik something. Oh god. Uh, Saudi Arabia must have pissed off the US in some way, and Looney Tunes was like, don't worry, President of the US, we'll cover it up, or we'll make fun of them. I mean, like, I feel like TV and comics and all that stuff has kind of created a whole new warfare. Yeah. Like, before World War II, um, wasn't there like, comics about, like, Hitler or something? Yeah. I feel like that might have been a little far. Yeah. When you start taunting your enemies, I, I think you should really think about it before doing so. Yeah. Ah, yes. Okay, planes. Oh, quick thing before we get to planes. Um, for the English fans, because 3% of our audience is English. Uh, I great. doubt that. <laughs> no, no, our, our statistics say that. Anyways, yes. for you people, it is actually coming home. Uh, football is coming home. Let's talk about this. England beat Germany, and we are or they are officially the greatest football team. Time. Football is in American or... No, no, European football. Ah, okay, yes. That is the better kind of football. Yeah, it's much better than American football. It baffles me that we still play that game. So crazy to me. It's so dangerous as well. It really is, yeah. Okay, wait a minute. There's something I have to figure out. Oh my god. What? Somebody... Somebody from the NFL... (laughs) Was in a video that got leaked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is obviously my iPad and what I'm recording this on is listening to me because I know I was I was talking about football, American football, and the first story that popped up when I went on Google was a video getting leaked from the NFL. Somebody inside the NFL saying, "Football is gay." <laughs> not gonna lie, not the greatest outlook to say their entire sport's gay. I mean, yeah, they're probably gay people in it, but, I mean. I mean. You shouldn't use it as an insult to the sport. Don't use gay as a pejorative. Yeah, you can't can't do that anymore. That's not okay. No, no. Anyways, uh, where were we? Planes. Any planes to talk about? Um. Oh my god. Really? Oh, oh, forget the planes. You ready for this? North what? Korean state media has officially started talking about Kim Jong-un's emaciated looks. Now, I've had a theory running for over a year now saying that Kim Jong-un is dead. And right now, there is a double in there doing the work of the country. And you may think there's no reason for doing that, but I think there is. Because what happens if, you know, they say he's dead? I mean, I think America is going to be nuking them first. Wait a minute. Uh, I looked up Lance Stroll or Lawrence Stroll or whatever. Uh, Lawrence Stroll, yep. I believe. Um, sources of wealth include Tommy Hilfiger. Yes. I thought it was just Michael Kors. I thought so too, but it also includes Tommy as well. It's funny because Tommy sponsors Mercedes. Yeah. That's very interesting. Oh, it even tells me what what uh, private jet he has. 
the Bombardier Global 6000. Holy crap, wait, I gotta pause you there. I'm just looking at Kim Jong-un rumors that he said, there's a picture of him in a coffin. Oh, he's dead. Ladies and gentlemen, he is actually dead. Why do I doubt that? No, no, this is not edited, I don't think. It looks scarily like him. Maybe he has, maybe he had someone do plastic surgery on someone. So it looks like him. The interesting thing is, all these rumors are pretty much giving reasons for us to doubt, you know, who's leading North Korea. Obviously, I don't recommend nuking them because I'm a peaceful person. But nonetheless, I still think it's it's time not to look into attacking them, but also, like, look into who's actually leading that country. Uh, wait, it says his yacht is the his faith. It just says faith under that. Oh. What does that mean? I don't know. He was born in Montreal. Lawrence, right? Yeah. Which means he's probably close to Maine anyways. So oh, he's very close drive to there. Yeah, yeah, I could find his house. Oh, if only you'd gone to Maine like a day earlier, you could have gone to the Montreal. Oh, wait a minute. Didn't have that this year, did they? It got canceled, but you're never going to believe what got back on the calendar. What? Turkey? Not Turkey. Oh, yeah, Turkey did get back on the calendar. I was about to say not Montreal, but yeah. Turkey's back. Angry, I see. You don't like that track. No, oh, uh, His father owned a children's clothing business. Oh, really? Interesting. And it, uh, the children's clothing business owned uh, licensing rights to Polo Ralph Lauren in Canada. Oh, cool. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at a picture of Lawrence Stoll right now arguing with Maurizio Arriva Bene. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Lawrence started working at his father's company when he was 15. Oh, so he just got daddy's money then. Well, yeah, but then he built on that. I know, but still. Sounds a bit like Donald Trump to me. Obviously, he's better than Donald keep, Trump. People keep saying, like, that these people don't work. Or, like, they, they kind of... They do work, but Donald Trump didn't work well enough, obviously. Because, you know, he's gone bankrupt six times. Wasn't it more than six? Wait, has he gone bankrupt more than six times? I thought it was only six. Uh, it might be, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Wait, Later, he became a partner with Tommy Hilfiger. Oh yeah, I'm looking at okay. uh, a website called Super Yacht Fan. Oh, nice. You'll never believe who went helicopter riding together um, just a couple days ago. Who? It was Jeremy James and Richard. They went in Richard's helicopter. Well, yeah, Richard's probably the only one who can drive it. No, no, it was Jeremy flying it. Really? Yes. He can fly a helicopter? No, he can't, but he was flying it. Aren't there laws against that? I tend to think so, but it seems as though he's found a way around them. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. In typical Jeremy fashion. Uh, um... He has a Ferrari collection as well. I know, yeah. Including the 250 GTO. Amazing. He got it when it was cheap, though. So, mm. he, he got also it at a good deal. the uh, 275 GTB. Yeah, very nice. 
and a he's bunch got some of other nine cars. cars. Yeah. He's got some nice McLarens and then Porsche 959. Yeah. Um. I'm looking at a mission spin out meme right now. Uh, he owns the F430 Challenge. Yeah. He's got some nice cars. Mm. Alrighty. Is that this week's Technically F1 podcast? Yeah, uh, wait a minute. Um. Okay. I'm going to send you something else. Okay. And quickly, next week we're going to have more in-depth uh, race talking after, uh, you know, the second Austrian Grand Prix. We want to be able to compare and contrast both of them. Uh, you see, I cannot do one uh next week next week no no i know i'm gonna be doing my little analytical view of it i'm gonna be bringing up statistics all sorts of stuff it's going to be a happy half hour podcast not an actual normal hour podcast but yeah mm-hmm. uh did you see the other thing i sent you i'm just popping it open right now wow so i'm seeing lawrence stroll's house his yacht oh very cool thank is you is that the one is that the main mansion thing uh, no, no, that's not the one. There are actually houses of that size in this area. Um, yeah. Mm. Also, the, the speculation about him being made is more um, uh, Daily Mail sort of speculation. So, we don't have concrete proof, at least. Which is a shame. Uh, well, um, where I am currently, there's some houses like this. and Oh. Yeah, I'm in Oregon right now. Oh, how is it? Hopefully um, colder than Seattle. No, it's more it's warmer than Seattle. Oh, that's painful. Uh Portland hit a record high. In the US or record high uh, for, Portland? for Portland. Okay. That's quite bad actually. It was like hundred and thirteen or something degrees. Yeah. So yeah, um Alright, this is creepy. I said Kim Jong un a couple minutes ago on my iPad told me things to be looking for literally kim jong-un again this thing is listening to me well yeah you know that no i mean i knew it but this is scary levels of listening yeah i suppose and i've just said scary you know what it's given me it's literally giving me horror stories on my um or not my uh horror movies recommended on my top thing this is hilarious i'm gonna play with it later maldives maldives vacation malta maldives Ten minutes later, I'll go text you and tell you if we got anything. But anyways, I think this is time to end this week's Technically F1 podcast. I've enjoyed it. Rashab, you? Have you enjoyed it? Uh, wait, say Beach House for under $20. Beach House what... for under $20. <laughs> you see what comes up there? Beach House Maldives. Beach House under $20. I think that's within the technically F1 budget. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, next year, or next week, not next year, I'll tell you if this happened. And... Uh, much more. There'll be a video next week on the race, hopefully, unless something goes terribly wrong. And yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.